You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $500 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with THPN. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce, alongside my good co-host Schmitty and Reagan. So, even more so than usual, we're exhausted, work, life, all that, all those terrific things we're gonna make this a, a fairly quick podcast so since we last talked last week um the blackhawks they're they're kind of come back down to earth they're kind of exactly what we thought they would be i think when we did the last podcast like they were just at 500 they're like six six and three now they're like what six nine three or something like that not not very good they're pretty much now what we thought they would be they lost last night to uh the penguins five to three they had a great effort. Came okay, well, they did came back. They tied up, but then they lost it late. But like the Boston game, they just got absolutely destroyed. Like it just, it just shows like how far away the Blackhawks are actually from being a good team. The loss against St. Louis and the loss against Carolina. I don't think there's really much to get mad about. Like we we knew this was gonna happen. Uh, we said this. Enjoy the first like 15 games or so when they were doing well and. Uh, because there's going to be a lot of tough games coming this year, and something tells me this is not going to be the last of it. So, what are your guys' thoughts on all of this? Uh, I'd much rather watch them go on this four-game losing streak than at any point of this team last year on a four-game losing streak, because at least they don't – there's only been at least – there's been less than, like, four games I can think of where they just cradled and died. Like, they don't just roll over and die every single game when they get, when they get down, like – I think that Penguins game is a perfect uh, description of kind of how they play. Blues game a little bit too. Um, if they stay out of the box and play their way five on five, they could they can keep it close with teams. It's just there's a talent gap, and we knew this going into the season. And um, I mean, if you have a problem with it, like they need a top five pick more than they need wins in November. I don't know what to tell you. Um, that that should be your approach going into this season at this point. It's just. If they win, that's good. Uh, you want to see development with some of the younger guys. Uh, but, like, this is it, – it's not about wins at this point. And um, if that frustrates you, I get it. But, like, <clears throat> that's just the state of this organization at this point. Like, losses are going to help them out long, more in the long run than wins. So, if they, if they lose and they keep losing like this, where they're putting up a fight, they're keeping games close, or at least keeping them watchable, not getting – Show like well, they, like the Boston game is a perfect example of just how outskilled this team is. They were completely outclassed in that game. I don't, 
I think they went like 13 minutes without a shot attempt to start the game. So, I mean, like that's, there's levels of this shit. We always talk about it. So, I mean, there's, that's all I can really say about that. And also this team like really misses Seth Jones. Oh yeah. I think that was kind of what I wanted to bring up is the defense is really, really lacking. Like again, like it's, it's patchwork, this whole defense, like just looking at it, it's, it's not very good, but at least it like held its own for the first like 10, 15 games. But yeah, with uh, Seth Jones gone, it's uh, certainly not helped or it just seems like they're, they're bleeding grade A opportunities even more so than before. And uh yeah, as much as maligned Seth Jones is, like he's a he is a top two defenseman. Make no mistake, at, 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 like at the at the worst, no make no mistake about it. And they they really miss him right now because uh, his brother. Um, I said this like I think last week or the week before that or both of them for that matter. Or he he is Eric Gustafson. He makes so many good plays or not, well, so many good offensive plays. I should say. And I'm like, okay, this guy's got a lot of skill here, and then he'll just commit an atrocious turnover and then it's like what's the what's the point of him playing with him so he he, he is Eric Gustafson 2.0 really and Ian Mitchell yeah. did get called up as well so I'm excited that he got his chance that he's back he's healthy because I would assume this is kind of like his last last chance to to really show the team like if, if he's going to be a, a piece going forward of it I don't think he's going to be a, a big piece obviously but like even just to be a, a regular everyday guy I think that would help him or that would uh, mean a lot to him like he had the injury came back to Rockford I think he put like five points in, in three games so just send him up to the NHL give, give him his chances like let him play some power play time and all that stuff and I kind of like what they've been doing with the defensive rotation rotating guys in and out like they're not getting full time, but like if they don't play, it's only like for a couple of games, or they're going getting sent down to Rockford. Like Regula got sent down for, to Rockford; he kind of had a rough couple of games, but I don't think you can't you can't really do that with Jones and and Roos. But yeah, I I got no complaints so far. Like this is exactly what we expected. But Arvid Soderblom, this guy needs to be in the AHL. Like you can't keep him up here for these kind of games where you're letting 30 plus shots and five and five goals in. So hopefully Stalock gets back soon or they find some kind of goalie replacement off waivers or trade because he just he can't be up for every game of this. It's I don't I don't think it's good for him. I think they're just waiting till Stalock gets healthy at this point. Yeah. It's yeah. They need their they need their backup goalie back before they can send him down. Um because I think it's either him or Dylan Wells at this point that would get minutes, and Dylan Wells should be in Rockford probably. It, yeah. I mean, granted where he was a month ago. Um, but I guess, like, at least with the goalies, like, this is why we tried to beat the drum a couple months ago and they should have claimed a third one because yeah. now you have to kind of throw Soderblom to the Wolves and, like, yeah, he's not doing terrible, but – no, you're also shattering. Like those, his like those last few games were not his fault, but I don't think he was necessarily on top of his no. game either. But they're also facing like elite NHL teams, so it's like. I mean, I, I would kind of rather have Soderblom since I was literally watching Wells play with the fuel in the ECHL like a month ago, and like sure, maybe he just knew he was gonna get that contract. Like right after, he wasn't putting in his best efforts. It was also preseason. But I'm more impressed with the Fuel's current goalie than I am Wells. But, again, maybe he just knew he was getting that contract in a few days because it was literally like a few days later and he signed. Um, he just probably wasn't putting in his best effort, also for a preseason game. But, 
don't know. Yeah, I, I just don't know what much what, what much there is to be said about the team. Like, I think we've been pretty bang on so far with what we expected from this team, and there's just what's the point in getting angry? Like, I understand it's frustrating to see. Like, I'm not sitting here saying, yeah, I'm I'm just so giddy seeing all this fucking losing and them getting destroyed. But also, I'm like, I'm not infuriated. Like, this is gonna be part of the process. We were told that by Kyle Davidson, and uh, like long term, like it's gonna help out. Looking at this draft, like I think I saw they have six best odds. Like, even if you're not getting like Connor Bedard or Fantilli or like Leo Carlson, yeah, they're gonna, they're probably gonna get like a, a first line forward plus like all the they have another first round pick, like they have two second round picks and two thirds. Like, this for this draft is full of forward talent and they need that. And if you can just load up on that, you're gonna get quantity and quality so yeah that's really all i have to say about that again it's not going to be a, a, a super long podcast so it was kind of just more so of, of a recap um from news in the in the in the prospect pipeline uh sam savoy's on a fucking tear that's what yeah I mm-hmm. he is i forget what the what kind of points he has but yeah he had a he 16 had a and eight. Oh wow that's crazy mm-hmm yeah, he's been on a tear right now. Yeah, he has see. 21 points, 19 games, 12 goals. He's on pace for 40 goals. Not bad. Pretty good. For a, a third-round pick. Gavin Hayes has done well with the Flint Firebirds from what I've seen. Ryan Green still lighting it up with Boston. Um, Dominic Basse, I think, is actually playing really well at St. Cloud State, if I just read that right. Um, that guy's still in the pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, Camesso well, was playing it, well. His goalies has got to be good, yeah. <laughs> and Ryan, then, like, where's yeah. Camesso playing again? Boston, Boston with um game. with okay. Ryan Green. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, Ryan Green was twelve points, eleven games. It seems like every weekend it's like, oh, Ryan Green scored five points in, in like the two games they played on the weekend. It's kind of interesting to see. But uh, there's a big trade. The the Seattle Thunderbirds got uh, Nolan Allen from the uh, Prince Albert Raiders. And it's funny because a lot of these uh, these W or well, really CHL trades in general are, are crazy. Like they're even more crazier than <laughs> NHL trades because like it'll be so like a couple of prospects and then like a bunch of draft picks from like future years of guys that are probably like 13 years old right now. Like. Uh, a lot of these pieces aren't going to be like playing on that team like in the next few years, and it's always funny to see those kind of trades. And Seattle's definitely going for it. Like their team is already stacked. Like Korchinski is obviously already there. Um, Reed Schaefer's already there. He's a first round of the, the Oilers, um, and they have like a couple other guys. Like Jordan Gustafson, I think, is a Vegas draft pick. There's a couple guys that could potentially go in the draft from this year, like Grayson Sauchin, who is a Grand Prix. Boy, just like I, he's on that team. Um, Scott Ratzlaff, it could be like a goalie that goes in the mid rounds. And they have Jerome McGinley's son is playing on that team. Yep. That's that's pretty cool. It's a fun team to watch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't catch a lot of WHL games from what the highlights I see. Like they, they're a wagon this year. So yeah, they're thirteen three and one. I think they're, they're like what do we? I was about to say, what do we preach with all these young guys? We want them in winning cultures before they get to the Blackhawks. Like Kevin Korchinski and Noel Nallen are now going to be playing 
they're top playing minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And the biggest roles and the biggest games in their level of play. And that's at least in my opinion, that's all you can ask for with the prospects at this point. And they're playing well too, which is even better, especially Korchinski. It's that stupid, whatever that prospect thing where they're like, Oh, this is what his NHL projected points is this year. I think it's like still over a hundred. Like he's, yeah. he's goofy. Hmm. He's very good. Again, yeah, you can't like those aren't the end all be all, but like when you see when you see someone producing points, especially a defenseman, it's like hard not to hard not to be excited about stuff like that. And like kind of further to that trade, I feel I'm pretty like I don't know if this is like official, but like I do know for a fact that like a lot of NHL teams with junior teams are do play like a, a small role in the in these trades because they want their prospects to be playing in, in good environments and all that stuff and. And people would think, oh, well, why why would CHL teams do that? Like, or why would a USHL team do that? Because, well, if uh, in the future, if they want a certain player like taken from their team, like you want them, you want to maintain good relationships with the NHL. So I'm curious, like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'll ever find this out, but I'm like, I'm curious to think, like, if Kyle Davidson or anyone in the Blackhawks front office had like even just like a little part in that deal, because. That's two first-round pick Blackhawks defense, and albeit like that's a seventh overall pick and a thirty-second overall pick, but that's still <laughs> significant of a trade. So, and they got and like they got prospects playing with like top guys in this draft. Like, I mean, Colton Doc's playing on the top six with Andrew Crystal in Kelowna right now. I gotta think they see a lot of film of him right now, and you know, Dude, Andrew Crystal points per game. It's it's ridiculous how good this draft is. Yep. And he probably won't even go in the top 15 because small guy. No, he'll, he'll go top 10. Watch. To us. Let's go with the Tampa pick. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of what else, but yeah. Devils need to stop losing or winning. They need winning. to start losing. <laughs> <laughs> I would never hear those words from you. The Devils need to stop losing. God, what, what are what are they got now? 12 in a row? I th- it's got to be more than 12 at this point. I, th- it's I think it's Hold on. What is it? Oh, they're playing tonight. Oh boy. Um, they're up three to one on the d- fucking Oilers. Like they're just they're just never gonna lose. They're just never gonna lose. Hey, I know because we talk about it every week at this point. I feel like yes, we're at has a goal already. He's just he's just more yeah. money in the bank. More money in the bank. It's coming. I don't know. Team, so I got that notification a little bit ago. I don't know what team it's going to be for, but he's going to get paid by someone. Yeah, a goal and assist tonight for Jesper Bratt, and that'll bring him up to 24 points in 19 games, counting. And, like, I liked some of the guys in the Devils. Like, I like seeing Jack Hughes on a winning team. That's nice. But, like, mm-hmm. that's good at the same game. time, fuck them. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why. They have a weird schedule. The last three weeks, they play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, every day, every week. I think that's they became cool. – the Devils became the first team in NHL history to like completely sweep a Canadian like road trip. Not like just just one east and then one west, like all east and one west. Like the whole the whole entire can't country of Canada. This will be number thirteen tonight if they win. Hmm? Well, yeah. Um, Speaking of teams that are on heaters, the Bruins are beating the Lightning four to one right now. Bruins just don't lose. Um, Vegas just doesn't lose. It's funny because the Celtics are really good for uh, Boston too right now. So once again, Boston sports just actually doesn't have a losing team because now New England's good again. So like, oh man, 
Oh no! But the and Patriots might not make the fucking. They might not win the division this year. No, we're so so rough over here in Boston. Damn it! It's not like we just had a basketball team in the fucking NBA Finals. Jesus. Yeah, it's all I'm gonna say is like, my friend from Boston was in Indy, and we were like talking all the time about like sports. He would always complain to me when his teams weren't doing well. I'm like. Literally, shut the fuck up. Oh, no. Boston in a second round exit? Oh, no. Whatever will we do? <laughs> and I was like, he was complaining, like, when the Patriots are bad. And I'm like, I'm a fan of the Chicago Bears. You have no room to talk here. Literally. It's like that It's like that picture of, um, was it Mel Gibson when he's talking to the Jesus actor? And Jesus is just <laughs> covered in blood. And that's yeah, literally like, Mel Gibson's the Patriots and you're the Bears fan. It's just fuck me, dude. Like yeah. some people just need to realize how good they have it with some teams. Like holy smokes, especially with that city in general. Like at least New Jersey, I can get them getting super hyped because they haven't had shit since Taylor Hall went on a bender one year. Like literally, like they they can hype this up all they want. That's fine. But like, oh man, Boston trying to say they have it rough. Bite me, fucking bite me. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll give you 2013 when the Hawks beat Boston, but they won a cup two years prior. I was, exactly. I was like, okay, I guess for hockey, we have those like three cups or whatever. But like literally, other than that, I have nothing. Like, leave me alone. Let me fucking hate my teams in sorrow, please. Exactly. Yeah, like what is it? The Bruins have won. Won, won a cup. Like, that's so hard to do. They've won that within the past, like, 15 years. What The Red Sox have won what? Have won what? Like, four World Series, like, this century. They've The Patriots have won what? Six Super Bowls? Guys, the they had all these droughts before. Gives a fuck. Anyone our age has literally lived in, like, Titletown his entire fucking life. Dude, it's not like, a guy your age was born, like, the first year Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... I think the year I was born was the year Brady started playing in the fucking NFL. And like growing up, all I fucking know is Tom Brady winning. And I'm like, I am tired of it. And God, even, it's so like, funny. So funny. Even though like, they didn't win every year, they went, how many times? Did they they're go always, they're the always in there. They're always competitive. Like. It, yeah. It was always the Patriots versus someone. And I'm like, I'm over it. Like, good for them, but, like, can we have a turn, please? <laughs> like, sure. Smitty and I are Bears fans, so we don't really have that luxury, but maybe one day. Oh, God. Can I just around to wrap up the NHL? Like, Boston has not lost at home. They're 11-0 at home. <laughs> the Devils are 15-3-0. They're eight one and zero on the road. Vegas is eight one and one on the road. They're fourteen four and one in total. But yeah, those are those are the three best teams in the NHL right now. And how about how about our Seattle Kraken? They're ten five and three. And I believe Kraken got like a star of the week or something like that. <laughs> what a thought! Goaltending is so yeah. funny. Like didn't Denard. have Martin Jones Renaissance party in my bingo cards in it this year, but here we are. <laughs> That's that's goaltending in a, in a nutshell like that. 
the Kraken weren't a great team, but they were certainly not a bad team. Like if they got average, they had league worst goaltending last year. Yeah. Like and and we brought it up. Like if we're being honest, the Kraken are kind of doing what we said they were going to do last year. Like they they have a great top nine. Like or not a great top nine, but a top nine that can at least put points up on the board. Like and their defense plays a very hard nosed style of hockey. Like all they needed was a couple of saves at this point, and then like. Hell, maybe Grubauer comes back and remembers that he's a goalie. Who knows? Maybe they're actually better. Before he's a goalie. He forgot for like four years. We're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> Since he left Washington. Pretty much. But he was a vest finalist that one year because he played on Colorado. Guys, Tavar scored against the Leafs. Get excited. What year is it again? Or scored against the Islanders for the Leafs. I don't care. Jesus. Like. They, they're both poverty franchises. That's why. Oh, I know why I wanted to bring out right up because John Tavares is actually on a heater this year. Like, it's not getting talked about at all. Like, oh, Matthews and Warner aren't doing anything. Well, it doesn't matter when Tavares and Nylander are on, like, 45 goal paces. Like, just not getting talked about. I Enough, in my opinion. Um. Because, you know, they're too busy talking about how are we going to trade Alexander Kerfoot? Yeah. Oh, God. It's all right. Tavares will get traded for nothing, or Nylander will get traded for nothing eventually. When that day day comes, it'll be a good day. It'll be a good day. Because he'll be in Chicago, and they're going to trade him for, like, Jared Tenorti or something like that. No, 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 no. You got it all wrong. They need a right-handed shot. Come on now. It's Connor Murphy or Ian Mitchell. <laughs> and they're going to be like, how the F did we get Ian Mitchell? <laughs> did you see the thing? It was like 32 thoughts. It's like, oh, they're they're interested in Fra- – the Leafs are interested in Frank Vitron. <laughs> it's like they're interested in Connor Timmons too. Why? Because he played for the Sea Greyhounds. Not only that, he played with Rasmus Sandin. Nah, still my favorite is <laughs> – Oh, forget it. The, the what? I, I just drew a blank because I just saw Bergeron got a thousand points. Sorry. I, I was going to say something, but congrats to Patrice Bergeron on a thousand points. My brain is absolutely mellow right now. The best, the best human being in hockey, dude. What a, what, again, we, I said this last week, just a, a unicorn in terms of like, this guy's getting better and better. Like, he's still putting out points. His defensive game is better than ever. Like, the, he will not go away, but that's a good thing because he's a damn good hockey player, but also a great human being. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up the Kraken, I hate the way they're hang- handling Shane Wright. Like, just, I don't care if, like, oh, he's, he's still part of the process. He's getting in the war. Play the freaking guy, dude. Like, I saw their, I saw their send him to the AHL, but you could, that's, like, only temporarily. Like, they're just... They're really messing it up badly. Like, just, I think the NHL is going to change the rule next they CBA. Got it. They really got it. Because Brant Clark's doing the conditioning stint right now, and he's going off in Ontario. Oh, yeah. Good. So, like, they, there are actual young talents that just can't get minutes because of this shit, and it's just stupid. And, like, I'm not even, like, I'm I'm just going to say it. Shane Wright has looked terrible when he's been playing, too. So, like, there's no reason for him to be up right now. There's no. absolutely zero reason. Like, it's one thing if he's playing like a god in the nine minutes he plays a game but no he's getting caved in the nine minutes he plays every game there's no reason for this kid to be up here right now and like yeah he's in a winning culture 
whatever, dude. And then, like, I've heard the argument where it's like, oh, well, why should he go gang up on teenagers? And it's like, because at least he could go make his elite craft better there than mm-hmm. just have to learn how to be a fourth liner as an 18 People forget he missed a year in the OHL because of COVID. So, like, yep, he could he could use a year where he scores like a buck 20 in the OHL. He really could, honestly. Like, it's the same, sh- like, Gee, you know who also had this same scenario and it took him till he was like 21 to start fucking doing something? Kirby fucking Doc, dude. Oh, yeah. Let's put our 18-year-old top three pick on the fourth line the whole fucking year. Ryan Carpenter, baby. He'll develop. Like, totally. And Zach Smith. Like, he's clearly going to – you guys, like, learn from other teams' mistakes. I don't know why other teams – but, no, we we are going to stick to our guns. And I'm right, and I'm Ron Francis, and I made two good signings that literally any other AGM would have fucking made in their life. And now I'm the god because the team's good and Martin Jones is having a renaissance season. Like, he's not going to get any shit for this. That's the worst part. He's not going to get any shit for it. And he's – it's their top prospect. Like, Veneers be damned. That guy was the number one pick for three years going into this year. That's your top prospect. And you're fucking throwing him to the curb because you're on a five-game win streak in November. Get fucked. Oh, my God. And that goes to that goes for Dave stupid ass Hackstall too. That played one good year on the Leafs shitty defense and got a head coaching job somehow out of there. Beats me, dude. Beats me. Like I want to root for Seattle Welcome so bad. Welcome to the NHL, baby. I want to root for Seattle so bad, but they're just so incompetent up top. It's insane. But hey, Andre Burakovsky's got like five goals, so we fuck shit. Sorry. Oliver Bjorkstrand only has one goal in that trade, but we don't talk about that. No, 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 no. I'm so yeah. glad that uh, I'm so glad that Martin Jones is going to save Ron Francis's job. Sorry, that's the last thing I'm going to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's just just get him friggin' playing time, man. Like, oh, how do you like, expect prospects to develop? Like, how do you expect prospects to develop in the press box? Like, I'll even go with the smaller role. Remember the shit with Justin Hole like five years ago, where he would just be in the box all year. And people were just like, well, why don't we – we don't know what he is because he doesn't ever go on the ice. That's eventually what Shane Wright's going to be if you keep playing him like this. It's just the way – it's annoying, dude. It's annoying. At the very least. Not only because I'm a Canadian and want to see a stacked-ass team. <laughs> let him play – at the very least, let him play in Canada at the World Junior. <laughs> I mean, it would be smart. He'd at least get playing time. Yeah. Because he would play a big role, and that's saying something because they got quite a few forwards up there in the great white north. Yep. Uh, Probably be captain. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or at least, uh, at least an at least alternate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that the under-20 team that he played on, like, 20, uh, I think a year ago, he was the captain, and that team had, like, Connor Bedard and pretty much We all know who was the captain two years ago, right, guys? Same guy we just mentioned, like, two seconds ago. <laughs> Oh, but wait, no, they're not going to send him because he might break his wrist. So, you know, sorry. You know what? That's that's quite the concept. We should just not do a tire fucking limp- Olympics because someone broke their leg in a freak accident. Hey, John Tavares, that was, that was the guy. Anyways, that's a, that's a whole ass, another can of worms. NHL owners get out of the way of growing the game. It used to be Batman, now it's the owners. Now it's a little bit of both, actually. It's not Batman's still a part of this crap. It's, it's, he's it's the mouthpiece, awesome. so... Yeah. That's all of them. They're all terrible. <sighs> Anyways, um, hockey sometimes, dude. Yeah, let's let's switch gears for a moment. Let's talk about another sports. I want to. 
Yay, we can talk about football where Justin Fields is dead. Yay, I'm so excited. Like, just actually no no sport brings me happiness, right? Now. Actually, that's a lie. South Carolina, Tennessee. That's the only fucking team that's bringing any remote amount of happiness. Yay, Bears killed Justin Fields. Hawks suck. Gives a fuck. <laughs> I was bringing the duel game last night, and one of my friends who's a Bears fan we were talking about football. He goes, oh, yeah, by the way, Justin Fields got, like, carted off the field. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't know that. And I was like, well. And now it's just, like, all over my Twitter feed that he's probably out for a while. If not, Honestly, just shut him the fuck down. I don't care. The team needs to tank and get a top five pick. He literally got hurt in the last drive of the fuck. I can't, dude. I can't. I can't. It's just such incompetent play calling all around. The guy is cramping up in the hamstrings all second half. So what do you do the final drive of the game? You call two QB runs, and he fucks up his shoulder in the process. You better be thanking God it's not his throwing shoulder. You better be thanking fucking God Justin Fields didn't hurt his throwing shoulder. Because if he did, that whole front office is getting shit on. I'm sorry. I get the plan. I get the plan. This is the problem with the plan, though. This is the fucking problem right here. Now your blue chip prospect quarterback is fucking hurt again because you can't fucking protect him. (laughs) I'm right there with you, Smitty. I'm right there with you. We got one month of fun. It was great. We got one month of fun. Has one win to show for it too, by the way, because the defense is fucking dog shit now. Gotta love that. Um. Yeah, I hate sports right now. Literally, like there is not a single thing bringing me joy right now. Oh, and then there's the Colts too, who are leading the Eagles for 50 fucking minutes of the game. I thought he was gonna do it. I thought he was gonna do it. I was like, oh my god, Jeff Saturday is about to start the Jeff Saturday Lynn Sanity run. And it immediately came to an end. I was so sad. And then Nick Sirianni is over there barking at the fucking fans. Like I hate that guy. Jesus. Like I like I'm so glad that all the top teams in the NFC got proven they were fucking frauds this week. Because like the Vikings got their actual teeth kicked in. The, the Giants lost to the fucking Lions. Like knowing that, I, I bet you five bucks the 49ers lose to Colt McCoy tonight on Monday Night Football. You just fucking watched. Because it just shows how fucking stupid this league is this year. Like, oh my God. But hey, Joe Burrow's got like 360 yards last game. So that's cool for my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I, not a real player. First career NHL goal for Michael S. That's not a real player. That's wait, not a real what? player. Some dude for the Jets just got their first goal, and his name's Michael E Y S S I M O N T. That's actually an NHL creative player. That's not that a real player. That is Mark Dunk. That is Mark Dunk. Hmm? There. What? 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 Right <laughs> I missed it. Michael S. Essimont, I guess is his name. I've never heard of this fucking guy. (laughs) (laughs) The Jets are winning and they're beating Carolina. Uh, Yes, Carolina, the team that for some reason loves playing down to the competition this year. And I don't know why. But yeah. Yeah, other sports are fun, right? Football, yay. Go Gamecocks. Go game game clocks. Yes, sir. 
I mean, Spe- hey, Cody Cody Bellinger might sign with the the Blue Jays, so that's that's cool. I think as a as a lifelong Blue Jays, as the known baseball watcher, the, the known baseball watcher. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going to be a Blue Jays fan. I'm like, I'm a free agent for baseball, but then I'm like... What? Every... You're going to be a fan of a Toronto sports team? What I, is I this? I know. I know. Oh. But... I think you should file a letter to Canada and be like, listen, pal, we have one listen, team, and you put them in Toronto? Put so them what in. thing is we're relocating them to Edmonton. I like your, I like your thinking. Or locating them to LeBreton Flats, either one, whichever you prefer. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna locate them to one of the territories. We're gonna locate them to none of it. We're going to Hamilton, baby! Woo! <laughs> but I, I honestly, I'm probably gonna be a Blue Jays fan just for now because like, I'm like, I, I remember one of the podcasts I was talking about. I'm a free agent for for baseball, kind of like I was with football. Like I gotta see which team draws me in, and it was the Bengals. And then baseball, it's just like I, I want to see what teams are out there. But then every time I see like a free agent, it's like, yeah, the Blue Jays should go sign them, and I'm like, oh. Maybe I'm I'm meant to be a Blue Jays fan, a BJ's fan even. <coughs> Anyways, yeah, I hope they sign Bellinger. I hope like they get Degrom from the Mets and then get Judge. And okay, like, yeah, there we <laughs> go. <laughs> just get every, just get every. Even when I play, even when I play Road to the Show. The yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's basically that's basically what I did with my my Toronto my Blue Jays. Uh, franchise which by the way that's that's really why i started the 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 major league league of babosh uh sim league because i had so much fun playing that like i have more fun playing mlb franchise mode and this game has been out for like, like this is game is at the end of its cycle like, there's a new game coming out in march and april i've had more fun playing that than i've had fun playing nhl 23 as a whole like i've probably played more of that than i have nhl 23 i mean low bar but just I play NHL 23 because I hate myself. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, uh, just uh, <laughs> listening to this podcast. Yeah, one can make that assumption. But yeah, I think Sources. I traded up. Okay, yeah. I don't mean to cut you off right now. I really don't mean to cut you off right now. But this is why I get so fucking tired of the media. Because now they're saying Dustin Fields didn't dislocate his shoulder. What is it, guys? Did he fucking break it? What are we doing now? Like... I can't. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just read that. That's how <laughs> fucking tweeted out my pro football talk like two minutes ago. Can we just I'm not believe you can't mouth from the head coach anymore? All right, whatever. Sorry. That's I holy shit. You're listening to all the rumors in the media now that Saquon Barkley is going to come to the Bears this offseason. season. the fuck did that start? Like I, today, I'm pretty sure. I can't. But yeah, there's supposedly like an ESPN analyst that thinks that'll happen. You're like, well, Justin Fields is already there, and I'm like. Why would he like? I wouldn't care at all. I'd love that. Like, why would he want to come to? Why would he leave New York? I, I can't with these people. Finally, good. Why would you leave that and come to Chicago? I, I hate football. I'm sorry, Pierce. I did not mean to cut you off. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I hate to say it, but your pain entertains me, which is why. Of course, it does. That's why. I promise you, I fucking promise you, we can go look at the viewership. I bet you, like, some of the top ten, it's just me losing my fucking shit. On I promise oh, you. I bet it is. Or not this team, but the Blackhawks. Just like, ugh. You are like the Steve Dangle of not only the – you are the Steve Dangle of Chicago's sports. Good. I wear that hat with pride because Chicago sports has a bunch of jack-offs in it. So, I'll be the head of the jack-offs. Let's go. 
Yay. That's why, that's why I think this show works so well because you're, I, I think I like to, again, I like to think of myself, I'm pretty level headed, but you, you just, you, I love that you don't go fuck. You just let loose. If you are angry, you let loose. I, See, I try to be, and then Schmitty just kind of like puts everything that I'm feeling on the inside out there. I'm like, that works. Yeah, you with the Listen, block. I got a platform. I'm going to say what I want to say about this fucking team. All right. Like, if not, I feel like it's just probably not better. Like, I'd rather say it on here than say it to some dumbass on Twitter and have like i'd rather have this out there than some stupid argument you know what i mean well, that's the pro that's the approach i've taken now it's just like twitter it's not my time to get an argument if i got something to say about something like i'm just really all i do on twitter now is just like retweet stupid ass memes that no one will understand so i'm like if i got if i got so if there's like a debate in hockey i'm just like i'll, I'll save it for the show and try listen to i try to carry myself somewhat professionally on twitter unless something really upsets me so I carry myself professionally on Twitter besides Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> See, Friday I kind of let myself go because the contract I was supposed to got canceled last minute. And I was like, you got to be fucking yeah. kidding me. I felt so bad for you for that, by the way. Like, I know it's like they got sick and you can't help it. but yeah. like, And, like, it was nice because, like, you can tell that you carry that they literally rescheduled it right away. But then it's like I have my AirPods set to, like, read me my text messages. <laughs> Um, when I'm working, so I just had music, and I was listening to that band, like, trying to finish up work for the day, and my boyfriend texted me, and it just goes, oh, yeah, Dylan said, the concert's canceled, and I was just like, what? <laughs> and the fact my serious fucking read it, made it so much worse. I think I have a bad life, but then I, then when I hear the stuff you guys have to go through, I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. Not saying that we have like just awful shitty lives. We don't have bad lives. We all, we all, we all go through our shit. That's listen. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Everyone likes to complain in some capacity, and it helps to talk about your problems sometimes like that. Like, yeah, you don't do it all the time, but like, yeah, dude. Like, if I got some shit that's bugging me, I'd rather let you know. And then just like you know, come in blind. It's like, why the fuck is he so pissed today? It's like I got shit on my plate, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Usually, if Schmitty's pissed, he always texts us before the show. Oh my god, yeah. pretty rough day, guys. <laughs> yeah, I usually let you guys know. Like, yeah, not, not in the best mood today. But like, I mean, for this one, it's just like I don't like seeing my blue chip quarterback get hurt. That's the only reason I'm pissed today. <laughs> it's just that. I'm not, I could give less of a shit about the Hawks. Like that should tell you where we're at at this at this point with this team. If my mental state with the Hawks is at like a fucking fine point, everyone else's should be. Because like last year, I was getting I was losing it over this team last year. Like you don't get to write those expectations up and then lay. Oh, yeah, that team for a multitude of reasons last year is probably the worst ever. On ever. ice, off ice, in between yeah. the ice, everything. Like, I don't. In every aspect, it could be bad. It was the worst it could possibly be. Like, what was that quote Johnson had? He, like, that first win of the season where he was just like, he's like, it's a different vibe in the locker room. It's like, yeah, I freaking bet, dude. I freaking yeah. bet. Like, ah. I'm at, I'm at peace with the Blackhawks this season, I'll say that. Like, at least this year, obviously, it's more fun to win. But this is what we all expected. If anything, they're playing above my expectations. I thought they were going to be worse than this. Yeah, I thought they were going to be bomb of the barrel, which, I mean, they're slowly approaching it. But, like, I guess that just over a month in, yeah. I guess this is the NHL, though, because, like, Arizona hasn't cradled yet. So, like, the worst team in the NHL right now is the Senators, ironically. Um, <laughs> That's kind of funny. 
Yeah. But they're making the playoffs, guys. We're good now. Didn't fix the back end at all, but we're good. No, it's Anaheim, but yeah. We don't put Alex DeBrinkett on the right spot on the top power play. Well, we're good, guys. We're good. I still think. I've seen sense fans like, why does DeBrinkett only have five goals? It's like, maybe put him in the spots where he was scoring goals for the Blackhawks. Just a thought. Just a thought. Courtship's better. Anyways. Yeah, let's, let's, so let, worst team in the NHL, Anaheim Ducks, 5-12-1. If I read this co- correctly, they don't have a single regulation win this season. Listen, listen, that team is like prime position for Matt Bay Mishkoff. Not even Bedard. Give them Mitchkoff with Mitchkoff oh, and Seegers, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, you, got, you just got McTavish there. Oh, dude. That, or They're you just fine. really go crazy and go get Fantilli or Bedard, and then you got – Zegers would just become a winger at that point, right? Like, he would have to. Yeah. He wouldn't be a center anymore. I mean, he kind of already is a winger, but, like, still. And, like, Ottawa on second last, I think I saw a tweet. It was – they were like, well, we don't need another center, though. I'm like, all those centers in the top five are better than any center – will be better than any center that you have right now. Obviously, yep. that's No, Arizona, and, like – yeah, we we all expect that Buffalo man. Oh, I feel so bad because they had Eight such a red hot start, and they're just they're they're back to Buffalo. Are they playing tonight? No, I don't think they play tomorrow. They are seven and eleven. Hey, at least Tate Thompson's good. Talks. I think we always. I think we wait. Tate Thompson. Did you say Tate Thompson is good? Because that is true. Oh yeah, I was like at least Tate Thompson's good because yeah, like I know yeah, that was like a big worry. Hey, listen. At least you're not the laughing stock eight year contract right now because at the moment that's Robert Thomas. Like. Oh Kyra's, my god, yeah. Kyra's getting it back together, but holy smokes, Tom. Yeah, the Blues are getting it back together there, and you know, but like, ooh. Yeah, I, I was at the game where they got it back together against the Blackhawks. Who would have fucking predicted Who would have thunk it? Oh, man. I remember, I like, I think it was like the Caleb Jones, like, turnover for the shorthanded goal. Oh. I was like, oh, it was playing so well tonight, too. And then it was just a downward spiral after that. I think it was a minus five, just like, oh, God. And I don't like plus minus as a stat, but if you're minus five and you only gave up five oh, goals, yeah, a little telling. You're probably not doing something right there. Yeah, but like you said, Pierce, he's Eric Gustafson. <laughs> oh, he, he is. Like Columbus Blue Jackets, they're tied with the Hawks. Like the Hawks are six nine through right night out, and then the Blue Jackets. Cole Sillinger only has one goal. What? Ooh, we finally won the trade. Yes. Don't look at David Juracek's like NHLE or whatever. Don't look at it. Don't look at any of those graphs for Juracek. Just ignore David Juracek and that he's playing in that. And he's literally you know, in whatever. Yeah. And that Sancho mm-hmm. is. Scott Powers, why'd you have to put that tweet out when we did that? Oh, yeah, they'd like David Juracek. Yeah, I bet they would. I bet they would. All right. <laughs> God. Whatever. Korchinski better because he's a good Canadian kid. Attaboy. And not only that, a good Western kid. Was Korchinski going to be on the uh, World Junior team? You'd think he would, right? Ooh, he's definitely got a good chance. I wouldn't say he's a lock, but he's got a damn good chance. Is... There's some, there's some like, I, I would say overager just because, like, anyone above 18 is an overager. If you really, like, there's some 19, 20 year olds that, like, I feel like could make that back end and make it really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, Brent Clark could still make it, right? Like, I think so, yes. Yeah, like that That four core, we'll forget about it. But, yeah, the defense is definitely from uh, – Dude, <laughs> they're going to have – if they could put Shane Wright and Adam Fantilli, please do. Like, I'm like the people would I'm like right. to see that. And Bedard. <laughs> yeah. oh, and, that, and that guy who's on, like, a 22-game point streak. You know, that guy. That guy yeah. who's <laughs> underperforming in his draft year, by the way. Whatever. 
And it's, it's funny, the joke with Team Canada for pretty much like every World Juniors, it's like, oh, they got a stacked team, and then it's just like, oh, the guy, the goalie is going to be like a golfer and like five. And they years. lost in the quarterfinal. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like what I, was the what was the year where they won like thirteen nothing and then they lost and they lost they won thirteen nothing in like a prelim game and mm. everyone was like oh well that's poor sportsmanship and then they lost like three games later that's what they get uh, <laughs> literally every I'm like you guys are dunking on a bunch of eighteen year olds right yeah. now <laughs> oh that could be a mul- that could be multiple years Canada's kind of fumbled the bag a lot but at the same time like they like it's not our like our US our international teams fumbling the bag on the big stage no 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 no. but like also like it's not like canada is the clerk up there anymore like i think you look at the world juniors medal ship it's like canada u.s and finland like those are the three powerhouses you know we have one i think they have one in 2012 that's it like that's a team that fumbles the bag every year at the at the world they always have talent and it's weird because it's just like you always think they have offensive talent and then they never score and that's always their problem with Sweden, I feel like. Sweden's yeah, just always... Dude, I remember yeah. they had this, like, ridiculous streak in round robins where they won, like, 60, so 60 games in a row. Something ridiculous like that, but they only have, like, a, a one gold medal in, like, the past 15 years or something like that. I think it's yeah. more than that. It's, it's crazy. Unfortunately. And we're not even going to talk about off-ice stuff with World Juniors and hockey. And <laughs> I love hockey. Uh, God, it's the best sport ever, right, guys? I love it. Gotta love it. Gotta <laughs> love it. <laughs> oh, I hate this sport. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk more about it. Are yeah, you- right? Let's yeah. Hey, Eric Carlson yeah. revenge game tonight. <laughs> Sorry? I had the Sharks play sends. I was saying Eric Carlson oh, revenge game. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> They might, they might trade Carlson back to the Senators, or that was like a rumor. That's if that's an actual rumor, like that conversation with Pierre Dorian and Eric Carlson is going to be a fucking doozy. Holy shit. A little awkward. How does that even start? Like, that bridge um, is beyond burned at this point. There's no way. I, I mean, can't one, see it happening. I mean, he loves the city. So, like, mm. that part I could maybe see, but like, I would not want to work for that guy again after the way he treated you in your prime with a broken leg or a broken ankle, whatever he had after the 2017. Broken game. everything, like broken leg. Actually. Broken heart, like Jesus broken Christ. <laughs> broken everything. He yeah. just like me for real. Anyways, but. But they got Josh Norris, guys, who's out like eight months. That does fucking suck, though. Like, Dude, no, because, like, that team was built to do so well, and then you take Josh Norris out, and you're like, oh, that top six doesn't look that good anymore. No. Like, Shane Pinto on the second line is not the same as Josh thing. Norris. That was the whole thing. Like, they're top-heavy, but as soon as they got injured. But, so Pierce, they have team. Tyler Mott. What do you mean? They're going to be good. Oh, you're right. Tyler yeah. Mott scored. They have <laughs> Parker Kelly or whoever the fuck his name is. Like Tyler Tyler Mott always has my heart, not only because he plays as a Blackhawk, but he scored two short-headed goals against the Blues in the bubble. Tyler Mott also has like one of the craziest goal line goals against the Lightning I've ever seen. Yeah, against against Bennington, no less. Like it wasn't just it wasn't like Jake Allen. It was Jordan Bennington. The banner. Hmm. I re sixty four pack that so much. Re sixty four pack. Let's go. <laughs> that's the name of the show. No, I was gonna say we love sports. I think that's a great name because we do love sports. Anyways, sports ball. One question for sudden death tonight. 
we kind of touched on this earlier. This is from our good pal Ben, five star Rasputin just dancer, just dance dancer. Yeah, I said that. How much do we underestimate Seth Jones' importance? Way too much. Well, we knew he was a number one defenseman. Like mm, I feel yeah. like last year kind of proved that. Like the not the whole oh Seth Jones is the number one defenseman crowd. They got real quiet after last year. Go yeah. with the plus minus. Oh, pipe and smoke it. Analytics. No, like I'm not even trying to do this, but like cheat league of chat today is where they're like people were trying to people try to or pretend Seth Jones is good at defense all the time, and I'm like, except when his analytics actually said he was good last year at defense really and this year. So that's the yeah, like it's almost like that one bad shortened year with Torts was really fucking bad. Like who would have thought? Open and, and things like that. Yeah, like oh my god, like. Seth Jones is always going to have his haters just because, like, I okay, like, there are times with the eye test where you're just like, what are we? Yeah, doing? what are you, what is he cooking out there? But it's like 5% of the time, and that's what you want out of a number one defenseman. Well, that's, that's the thing, like, 95% of the time he makes the right play, you don't notice it, and then yep. he'll mess up, and it's like, it's Jake Gardner. That's the problem with, even though he's better than him. <laughs> defense is exactly like offensive line, in my opinion, in football. You're never going to get credit when you're good, and you're no. always going to get blamed for it. Especially if you're a defenseman like Seth Jones, you necessarily or Connor Murphy, dude. Connor Murphy gets that shit yeah. all the time too, and it's like that's his role. That's what he does. Like he he that stalwart stay at home guy, and he has to be. Like that's why like everyone's like, oh, I want Seth get up in the rush more. He physically can't with half of his partners. Like he had Calvin DeHaan for the majority of last year, which kind of let gave him the ability to play up a little bit, but not that much. And this year it's what? Like Caleb Jones, Philip Bruce, Jake McCabe. Like none of those dudes are good. Like maybe McCabe, but like they don't have good chemistry together. So like, dude, like if anything, this little time without Seth Jones should shut up every Seth Jones hater. And yeah, that's coming well, from people like, who were highly critical of him 18 months ago. Like, <laughs> And that's really like the whole problem with Seth Jones. Like this is, this is not against him at all. Like this is the whole problem with like the discussion about Seth Jones. He'll never be – fairly like evaluated because one the contract doesn't help either and yeah. the contract and just like the discussion that's been had around him. like he's never going to be fairly evaluated there's never going to be there's barely going to be i feel like we do a pretty good job of it but like from like we always see alex people oh so jones oh bad contract and, but then there'll be certain then they people. pop their analytics sheet up and he's actually a bunch of green and a bunch of yeah bunch of blue but then there'll not. be certain someone's that are like oh so jones is so good that was such a good trade like there'll never be like both can be true. Like the trade was disastrous and set this franchise. And he's still a very good player that helps this team. Like, he's also a damn good player, and he's probably the best defenseman they've had since like 2016, Duncan Keith. Yeah, and also like, and for the people that are like, "Well, that's an anchor contract." I'm sorry, from what I've seen the last 18 months, they really want. I'm not saying they should. You should just keep him for the whole rebuild at this point. No, like, people, like, like you always say, just make him your Eric Johnson. But like. You could trade Seth Jones. You'd have to retain like two mil, but you could. I trade remember him. reading like an, not an article from Emily Kaplan. Which, by the way, I love Emily Kaplan. Always shout out everyone. Like I remember, she said like if like there's been interest, like a little bit of interest on Seth Jones. Like they're not going to trade him, but like if there's a, I I don't I really don't think so. You're telling me a team yeah. Ottawa who desperately needs a guy like Seth Jones wouldn't be like, oh, you know, I might go back to the well, go get a actual top two right hand in defense. Which they don't grow on trees. We learn the hard way. Well, actually, they do there in free agency if you wait long enough. We're not going to get into that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
I like we miss Seth a lot. I feel like that is yeah. very clear. Also, they yeah, don't know how to divvy up the minutes now that he's gone either. Like that's a big problem. Like I guess like before Seth, they had Keith, and then Murphy kind of took a bigger role. But like Murphy mm-hmm. can't play twenty five minutes. Like that's just not him. No. And like I know it's a dumb argument too because everyone's like, oh well, you can't use your but he plays long minutes. It's like okay, well. Act like I got in this argument with someone because they were like, You're saying Calvin DeHaan. Because I said, like, Oh, he's playing 26 minutes. Calvin DeHaan, why do you do you expect his offensive numbers to be good? And he's like, Are you implying Calvin DeHaan's bad? I'm like, No, I'm actually implying that Calvin DeHaan shouldn't be playing 26 minutes a night next to Seth Jones. Jesus Christ. Like, that's what makes him a good defenseman. That's what makes him different than the others. That's what puts him above the crop. That endurance, that durability, like, that cannot go stated. And now I get why. All the dope hockey men were fucking hyping it up 18 months ago. Like, well, you can't deny a guy who plays 27 minutes a night. Well, now we're seeing the downside of it. And you know who also saw the downside of it? L.A. when Drew Doughty got hurt. 100% same same thing. Like, everyone gives Drew Doughty shit, but Drew Doughty hogs up like 25 minutes a night. And where are those minutes going to go? When he, more when often than not, he plays them well. Yeah. And then when he gets hurt, what happens? They can't fill those minutes. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, we're just don't really starting to see how much you need a number one defenseman in this you league. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> yep. It's like Canucks fans with Quinn Hughes, dude. Like, mm-hmm. literally. Oh, Quinn Hughes sucks. Gets hurt for like six games. No, okay, maybe we need him back. Like town comes to Chicago and then plays with seven. Then he's finally going to go to where he was supposed to go fucking four years ago. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Duncan Keith replacement on the board and we missed him by one peg. That's the that's Blackhawk work. God, it makes me so sad. Oh, but then the Seabrook replacement was there and they didn't take him. So, because, like, I'm sorry, Evan Bouchard's comparison all throughout the draft year was Brent Seabrook to me every time. Like, he's got that that big body presence. Like, maybe not as physical as Seabrook. You got a bomb. Yeah, he got a bomb. Anyways, scorching key bears and all of them. No need to worry, everyone. Oh, don't worry, Seth. You'll have your 25 a minute partner in two years. You'll have your exactly the last five years to deal. And Canadian. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, I'll say it. There's worse contracts out there than Seth Jones. Like, last year I was worried about it, but now, like, I, again, it's a fucking terrible trade. <laughs> I'm, I'll say I'm less worried about it than I was a year ago at this very moment last year. Listen, I remember like a year ago, everyone was like, why is this the piece they want to hang on to and not to break it? And it's like, well, you you get why now, right? Like, I love Alex to break it. I love him as a player. They should have kept him as well. But You should have kept him as well, but there's a difference between a goal-scoring winger and a defenseman who does everything you need him to do in the number one position every day. Like, there's just there's a little more value in he wants to, Hey, He wants to be in Chicago. We need people like that. Nope. Well, he it's because he knows he can be captain. Like, remember last year, that was like when we were interviewing people about Seth Jones, they were like, that's the big thing he wanted when he was looking at all these teams. He's like, what team could it be a captain of? And it was always like that or Dallas or I know he wanted to go to Colorado for a rental, but like he wasn't going to stay there. He wanted to stay in Dallas, Chicago because he thought he could be captain. Like, that's yeah, just what it is. And was. long-term contract. Mm-hmm. And Chicago gave him both. Anyways. I think that's enough discussion. Who would you rather have, Seth Jones or Nils Lundqvist? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> that's funny because the, Rangers, or the Stars also gave up quite a bit for Nils Lundqvist, but whatever. Hey, they're winning, though, so who cares? Uh, winning fixes everything. We've learned this. It really does. Anyways, 
I think that's about it. We can can wrap this show up. I'll let you guys get on with your lives again. Once again, as always, it's a pleasure doing this with y'all. Hopefully, Jim Bob will be better for next week. Shout out to Jim Bob. Hope you're Jim Bob got to go to host a retirement night. Fucking jealous. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous too. That's, that's pretty cool. Anyways, yeah. Congrats to Marion Hoster. I don't give a fuck what other people say. Oh, you would not, not worthy of getting his jersey. I don't care. I've had to mute so many Red Wing fans this weekend. I didn't even know there were that many on the timeline, but they're popping up right now talking oh, shit. Yeah. So. And not, only, oh, not only that, but like, ooh, the, the whole chocolate taste team, which I can under. Like, they're doing that NHL 99 series on the Athletic, and I can understand that, but like, Jesus, guys. Guys, they're talking about analytics of on ice players, not, and I, and, don't take it as I'm trying to lessen it, but they're not talking about off-ice character issues. We know he's an asshole. We know he's a liar. We know he's a coward. Doesn't take away from the fact that he was a fucking damn good hockey player eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What do we say? The Hockey Hall of Fame is not the Hockey Hall of good guys. Bobby Hall is Hockey Hall of pieces of shit. (laughs) Oh my god, H-H-P-O-S. There we go. There's the podcast name. H-H-O-P-O-S. what? what? Hockey Hall of Pieces of Shit. There you go. Hockey Hall POS. Yeah, Hockey Hall of POS. (laughs) The POS cast. Piece of shit cast. cast. Oh my god, my brain is absolute jello right now. (laughs) Absolute mush. It's mush, mate. It's mush. If you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other audio network thing majig where you get podcasts be sure to give us a five-star rating leave us a positive review and if you're watching this on youtube don't forget to smash that like button subscribe and most importantly turn on that bell notification so you don't miss any new ring that bell (laughs) who ring that bell anyways thank you all for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your monday night peace out y'all